Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Up next, C.J. Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. And especially in a world where we have cowards on both sides of the aisle in the media, people who don't know how it's going to affect their family because you speak truth in these days, people want to come for your family. They want to rip opportunities away from them to hurt you because that's just how vile people are. Hi guys, it's C.J. Pearson of C.J. Pearson Uncensored. America lost a legend, an icon, um, someone who truly paved a path in the industry that really, before him, didn't otherwise exist. A man who gave voice to millions of Americans who had previously gone voiceless, who had gone unheard. A man who didn't care about being liked by people who hated him or people who despised his values or his love of America, but a man who persisted in the face of it all. A man who was derided by the left for being bigoted, racist, sexist, every name in the book, but still, he persisted. He persisted because he loved this country, because he loved America, because he loved the people in it. The man that I'm talking about is Rush Limbaugh. After a courageous fight against lung cancer, he died on yesterday. And his wife announced that death on his show. Now, guys, I've got to tell you, when it comes to Rush Limbaugh, it, that, it's a tough one for me. Because not everyone really knows this about me, but I come from a progressive household. You know, my parents are not dyed-in-the-wool conservatives or Republicans by any means at all. They just aren't. Um, but I remember growing up, I would sneak off and listen to Rush Limbaugh. I would do that because I was eager to learn I was wanting to have another perspective. And sometimes the only conservative perspective I would get in my home was Rush Limbaugh when I would sneak off and listen to his show. And I'm never going to forget that because I don't know if I would be the conservative I am if I hadn't heard him, if I hadn't listened to what he had to say. But thankfully, he was there. They're not just for me, but they're for millions of Americans. Yesterday, I was actually in an Uber headed to Birmingham uh, from Tuscaloosa. And I was talking to an older guy, and he was telling me, he was like, this death feels like I just lost a really good friend. Like, I've never met him before, but I listen to his show every single day, and it feels like I lost a really good friend. And from what I saw from so many people on social media, I feel like that's the exact feeling that they got as well. They lost someone that they really, really cared about, who had been there for our country in a way that they really can't compare anyone to. And what I've said about Rush's death is that this man is not replaceable. He isn't, let's just be real. I, I can't think of any talent comparable to who Rush is and what he was and what he did for this country. But what I will say is that I think it's so important for us to draw inspiration from him. 
Because I think that what I really like about Rush, and, and, and you can probably get this vibe from me if you listen to the show, is that I like people who don't give a damn about what people have to say about it. Who love this country so much or so unapologetic in, in their love for it and their patriotism that they really don't give a damn about being liked by the cocktail elite, by the random Democrats on MSNBC or whatever. They don't care about getting the Hollywood Walk of Fame or whatever. They care, point blank period, about fighting for the underlying values upon which our nation was built. And that was Rush Limbaugh. That was Rush Limbaugh. And I've got to tell you, you want to know how Rush Limbaugh, how effective he was, how good at what he did he was? Just look at Twitter and look at in the way that leftists are responding to his death. I'm disgusted by it. Truly and truthfully disgusted by it. Rush was someone's husband. He was someone's godfather. He was someone who was invested in his community. He was known for being a generous tipper. And I don't mean someone who just tipped 50 or 100% of a bill. He would give literally $5,000 tips for like a single dinner. Like he was that kind of guy outside of his politics or whatever. If you disagree with him on that, whatever, that's fine. Outside of all of that, he was just a genuinely good guy. Genuinely good guy. But that doesn't stop the left from dancing on his grave before his body even gets cold. Saying that they're glad that he is dead. That America is better without him. That he was a racist, a bigot. And they're taking all these quotes out of context and saying that he deserved to die. Simply because, again, of his political beliefs and the values upon which he held. Guys, if this is the current state of affairs in America, I have to say that America is in some deep, deep trouble. And we should all be concerned. We should all be mortified about what this means, about our, our discourse as a country. But also, I think we should also be aware that this is a truly, almost exclusively, a leftist problem. And don't let the media or anyone else tell you otherwise. Because I will say for myself, and I'll speak for myself here, that when RBG died, when Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, I rushed to offer my condolences. Because I didn't care that we disagreed politically or philosophically or that maybe she held ideas that I didn't have. I believe that she served this country in the way that she saw fit. I, I believe that she loved this country. Even if I disagree with her approach to public service or her approach behind the bench, I believe that for a lot of women, she was a hero. She opened a lot of doors and blazed a lot of trails for people like her. And that deserves some respect. And so I, I said, you know, I tweeted when this happened. I was like, you know, hey, we have a lot of different values. But my thoughts and prayers go out to her and her family. I didn't say, well, darn, like she supported abortion, blah, blah, blah. She did all of this. Like, no, because I said, right now, we're not talking about politics. We're mourning as a nation right now. And you want to know who also said that same thing? Listen to this clip from President Trump on the news when he first heard the news of Justice Ginsburg dying. I didn't know that. I just, uh, you're telling me now for the first time. She led an amazing life. 
What else can you say? She was an amazing woman. Whether you agreed or not, she was an amazing woman who led an amazing life. He didn't say, well, oh, she wasn't in my party. She deserved it. Well, she, he didn't say, oh, guys, it's the world is so much better without her. He didn't say that because conservatives don't govern with a black heart. We don't govern motivated by evil or vitriol or any of that. We govern just based on love for our neighbor, right? And what, what, what blows my mind about all of this, truly and truthfully, is that these are the same people that like to parade around and act like they're better than everyone and say things like, when they go low, we go high. They're the same people who like to attack Melania Trump for saying that bullying is bad because of her husband. But look at what they are doing on social media. Literally for hours, the hashtag rest in piss trended trended on twitter because they were so upset i'm i'm, I'm speechless about it because I, I can't even explain how you can be so hateful and spiteful that you allow yourself to be pushed into such a dark place where you are actively celebrating the death of another human being from something as vile as cancer how sick can you be but again, it doesn't really surprise me because as the left, that if you mess up one time, you're irredeemable. You're done. You're gone. It's cancel culture. But Rush was uncancelable because he didn't give a damn and he wouldn't let them cancel him because he knew who we spoke for and he knew we had his back through thick and thin. And that was that. And I got to say, Rush, we're going to miss you. We're going to miss you. I'll see you guys after the break. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com podcast. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. What's up, guys? Welcome back. So before the break, I talked about how Rush was the kind of guy who couldn't get canceled because he didn't care about getting canceled. Because he refused to cower to the people that wanted him to tame himself or be more moderate or be less provocative or controversial. Because in his eyes, he wasn't being controversial. He was just speaking his truth and he was pretty confident that what he was saying was the right thing to say. He didn't apologize for the things he said. I can't remember at any time Rush getting some heat in the mainstream media and then me a few days later or even later that day seeing an apology from Rush Limbaugh hitting the news. I I, I never saw that. And guys, I listened to his show. Um, you know, I followed him. I followed his producer, Bo. You know, at no point during his decades-long career and as and throughout my life, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 18 as long as I listened to him. And, and that's since, wow, since I was maybe eight or so, you know, at no point did I ever see some article saying Rush Limbaugh apologizes after leftist outrage mob or whatever. I never saw that. And I think that's why he was so good at what he did. Because he was one of those people who didn't care, who was unapologetic. And especially in a world where we have cowards on both sides of the aisle in the media, People scared to speak truth because they don't know how it's going to affect their bottom line, their career, their job. People who don't know how it's going to affect their family because you speak truth in these days. People want to come for your family. They want to rip opportunities away from them to hurt you because that's just how vile people are. But it makes you think like in, in this way, like people say, how do we stop cancel culture, right? How do we get this shit from happening, you know? And I feel like a lot of people have failed to really realize that the way we stop cancel culture is by stop caring, okay? Seriously, it's by stop caring. We have to realize that some people really want to drive this country into the ground. They do. They're going to take every little thing that they can to ruin someone's life simply because they can. And those people don't deserve our validation. They don't deserve our support. They don't even deserve our acknowledgement. You know? Like, I looked at this recent thing with with Chris Harrison, The Bachelor. Now, guys, I don't watch The Bachelor. Let me just... That's that's an important disclosure. Unless I'm with my friends who who are girls. Because, you know, they're they're, they're crazy about The Bachelor. They're crazy about that. And I will say, though, like, no Bachelor hate here. That is the most dramatic... And like engrossing show, like you get like pulled in. Like I've never seen a messier TV show in my life, like single-handedly. I I see why women love it. But Chris Harrison has been like the host for as long as I can remember. Um, And he recently got some hot water for defending. Really, I don't even know if you could say defending. But one of the girls who was on The Bachelor went to an Old South party um, when she was in college. At It's a fraternity event. It's basically a party where uh, people wear like pre-Civil War antebellum dresses and, and things like that. 
Um, and she also apparently liked a picture on Instagram with the Confederate flag in the back. She liked pictures with Trump flags as well. And apparently, in the eyes of the left, this was, oh my God, the grossest sin. It was terrible. It had nothing to do with the fact that all of this happened when she was in college. It was years ago. Um, it had nothing to do with the fact that it wasn't her taking a picture with the Confederate flag or a Trump flag or anything like that. It was simply her liking the picture of a friend that she presumed went, went to school with. And even if she was the one taking the picture, you have a Confederate flag in the back, you have a Trump flag in the back. I, I don't know how that is grounds for you to be canceled. But, but, but here's what's even crazier, though. The reason that Chris Harrison got canceled is not because he said, well, what's wrong with her having that Trump flag in the back? What's wrong with her going to an Old South party, which really doesn't happen much anymore? I go to Alabama, even here. Like, I'm pretty sure they had to, like, get rid of the event because of how controversial it was to certain people. But not even that. Chris just simply said, like, all this stuff happened years ago. Like, what's with this cancel culture? That's all he said. Chris Harrison got canceled for criticizing cancel culture. Yeah. And you know what he did? You know what he did? And which is why I really don't know why I'm sitting here defending him now because he doesn't even have the balls to defend himself. He apologized to these people. He apologized to these people for saying that maybe you shouldn't be canceled for the things that you did many, many years ago. You should be canceled for taking some random picture. That really doesn't matter. You shouldn't be canceled for liking a picture that you weren't even in with a Trump flag. Not some Nazi swastika in the back. Not some random racist gambit in the back. Nothing. No racial symbolism or anything like that, but it is a Trump flag. A Trump flag that, last time I checked, 70 million plus Americans are pretty damn proud of, right? But here's what he said. He said, you're 100% right in 2021. Harrison then said, that was not the case in 2018 when apparently all of this picture liking and picture taking happened. And he said, and again, I'm not defending Rachel. He's not defending the girl who took these pictures, like these pictures or whatever. He just said, I know that. I just don't know. 50 million people did that in 2018. That was the type of party that a lot of people went to. And again, I'm not defending. I didn't go to it. And so after the backlash from God knows where, I certainly didn't see it because I like to surround myself with sane people. Apparently, Chris is unfortunately not do the same. He made this apology. He said to the, my Bachelor Nation family, I will always own a mistake when I make one. So I'm here to extend a sincere apology. Have this incredible platform to speak about love. And yesterday I took a stance on topics about which I should have been better informed. While I do not speak for Rachel Kirkconnell, my intentions were simply to ask for grace and offer an opportunity to speak on our own behalf. What I now realize is I have done is caused harm by wrongly speaking in a manner that perpetuates racism. And for that, I am deeply so sorry. I also apologize to my friend Rachel Lindsay for not listening to her better on a topic she's a firsthand understanding of. And humbly thank the members of Bachelor Nation who have reached out to me to hold me accountable. I promise to do better. Yikes. Like, again, I, I, as I just said, I don't know why I'm sitting here defending him, considering he doesn't have the courage to defend himself. But this is ridiculous. Like, the guy literally went out of his way to say, hey, I'm not defending what she did, what she said, what she liked. That's not really the issue here. But let's just recognize that that was a different time. When there is different understandings or whatever, it, like, should you not give her grace? That was his argument. Should you not give her grace? And that was it.
And for that, he lost his hosting gig. Apparently, he's lost some brand deals. And that is the environment we find ourselves in. How do we beat it? We do exactly what Chris Harrison didn't do. We say, I don't give, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care about what you have to say about me, about your feelings, your spinelessness. I don't care. I said what I said. I said what I said. That is what we need more of. We need more people who will simply say, when the left comes for them, I said what I said, I did what I did, and I would do it again. That's what Rush Limbaugh taught us. It's time that we remember it. Guys, I'll see you after the break. Final thoughts. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. So I don't know how many of you guys caught the train wreck um, on CNN uh, this past week with uh, Joe Biden doing that town hall. Um, But it really confirmed to everyone who watched that, wow, this man is really not there. Like he's there physically. I see him. He is real. Or so we think. Right. Um, But he is not there. Like, first, you have them basically lie with no pushback from CNN that there was no stockpile, that there was no plan in terms of vaccinations when he entered office. It's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office, but a vaccinator. How do you get the vaccine into someone's arm? Um, And then you even have Dr. Fauci, who does not like Donald Trump. Let's just be real. Doesn't like him. 
despises him, maybe, right? You could say that. Say that, like, that's a lie. It's like Biden's lying. Like, that's not true. Like, there was a plan. There was a strategy. It existed. But you don't get any pushback from anyone else. You know, if, if Trump said something like that, they'd be like, ah, oh, look at him propagating these untruths, these mistruths. Oh, my God. Guys, it, it's, it's so bad that I, like, literally know how they speak. It makes me sad. You know, I, I watched that town hall, and, and first you have Jen Psaki, the press secretary, right? She was like, we're going to open schools five days a week. And we want 50% of the schools across the nation in five days a week. And that, that's a win. Like, five days a week. It's a win. And then you have Joe Biden in this town hall move the goalposts, not by an inch, not by a foot, but by a whole Texas mile. And says, actually, no, the real plan is we want to open schools, like, 50% of schools, but, like, one day a week. Like, that's ideal. And not only just, like, and, and it's K through eight. And it's, like, that is a very big difference. And he said it was a miscommunication. You know, it was, a, it was a, an error in communication. Okay? From your team, right? Yeah, because that's what that was. And, and so it's, like. What I don't understand is what's going through President Biden's mind when he thinks that open schools means open one day a week. In what world is that an open school? This is the leadership, though, that we have. <laughs> Leading us through a pandemic. We have a president who changes his projections by the day. Blames it on his staff, says that oh, it was just an error in their communication. A president who actually doesn't even have the time or maybe the aptitude, some might say, to speak to world leaders on his own. He's phoning it in. He's having Kamala Harris take these calls that she's been having with multiple world leaders across the country, it was recently reported, on his behalf, speaking not to just leaders of small nations, but leaders of Canada, some of our closest allies, right, on his behalf, because apparently Joe Biden just isn't up for it. He can't handle it. He can't take it. He can't do the job that he was elected to. You know, in the final days of the Trump presidency, there was a lot of talk about the 25th Amendment and whether or not it should be evoked because Donald Trump had said some things, things that they said he said that he didn't really say and whatever. It was, it's, and, and what's interesting about the 25th Amendment, it's all about congressional, like, your presidential fitness. Like, are you able to do the job of the presidency? And every single day, I feel like Joe Biden makes it pretty clear that he just can't do it. But you don't hear CNN talking about the need for the amendment to be invoked or people to look into it. You don't see his cabinet even discussing it from what we've seen from press reports. And so it makes you think about the hypocrisy, the double standard, and the fact that they're okay with a loon running the country as long as that loon has a D behind his name. And that is worrisome. Worrisome for our country, for a republic, but for the safety and security of our nation. Like seriously, this is bigger than that. Like, I will never get over the fact that people legitimately voted for a man that does not even know his name or barely does. Probably has to be reminded in the morning where he is and where he's at. Like, he literally probably walks out the, outside of the White House and is like, wow, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's like the white picket fence in that, like, little prairie movie, right? Prairie on the hill. No, it's not. You're in the White House. Joe, you're in the White House. You're in the White House, Joe. But anyways, yeah, I think that's all for me. <laughs> I think that's all from you guys. I'll see you back here next week right here on CJ Pearson Uncensored. I can't wait to talk to you about whatever happens in the meantime. And we know a lot will happen between now and then. But until I see you next, have a great rest of your week. And let's keep fighting. 
Hey guys, CJ Pearson here. Join us right here on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts for the same hard-hitting truth because we'll never stop fighting for you. Right here on CJ Pearson Uncensored. CJ Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.